Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I think we all agree that the break sucks. Yeah, well, I'm especially mad that they showed the episode to an audience in mid-June and a bunch of spoilers got leaked. That's what oh, I'm not hang on. I do have a question about that, though. That is a really – like a, that's an actual thing. I'm curious. So, wait, who got to see it in June? They had a thing at some Sundance or some film festival. They showed really? an episode one – that this episode that just we just saw past this past week. Oh, And they had like a special ticket. 400 people with tickets got to go see it, and there was a Q&A with the cast afterwards. And then people fucking went online and spo- those four, some Someone of those 400 people spoiled it? I think, yeah, I think that they had to actually say that they wouldn't spoil it, but people did. Oh, what uh, a bunch of assholes. That yeah. sucked. Oh, yeah. guess what? I know stuff from a TV show that's going to air in a couple weeks. Yeah. I think it's cool they got to see it, because I, I literally was... Uh, I'll, I'll roll this into the intro. I literally, like... Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, like, if they were going to put, uh, especially um, uh, uh, um, Ray and Bob, I've forgotten their names, if they were going to put them mm-hmm. up for, like, acting awards, really everybody in this episode, I don't know why just them. I think that's why they did the break, is so now they're eligible for Emmys next year as well. Oh, okay. That could be a, that could be a good point, because they yeah. just announced... Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why. And uh, Ray's yeah. was, was listed. But this one, this episode, the acting was so phenomenal. It was, like, like two uh, huge, two long... Well, we, yeah, well... Which is, damn, don't spoil shit. Like, who the fuck? Like, who, what, like, because they didn't, what outlet? Like, sometimes we'll be podcasting and someone's like, don't talk about a thing, we're going to spoil it. And it's like, eh, I'm usually, like, I don't talk about stuff that's been out. Like, I I make sure that people had a chance to watch something if they cared to. And then I go a little past that. And then still some people are squeamish. Meanwhile, there's people that's like, no one else can watch this. You can't just lord that over our heads that you have knowledge. You have to then fucking ruin it. Wow. No, I say after it airs on AMC, it's fair game. But like, yeah. Well, that's yeah. another thing. If the AMC train is is like left the station for me, because like we were already pissed that their what like the AMC Plus sucks to use, and then number two, all of the, f- the episodes are not available. I think it probably has. Oh, to do with sorry. Netflix's I mean the TV, deal. like on the TV broadcast TV or whatever, like. AMC Network, like not the what about stream. It? No, I would say after it airs on their TV channel, not the the stream. Right. What I'm saying yeah. is though, on AMC Plus, those... oh, they er- they erased the first half of the season. I noticed that on the yeah, regular AMC that's, website. Yeah, it's your own show, AMC. 
Yeah, why would they do that? What the f- probably have some it's probably Netflix. deal through Hulu or something. It's probably right? Netflix, because Netflix has a fucking hold oh, on Breaking be. Bad. Could because, be, yeah. you know, Breaking Bad really got big. This is just a good break. This is a good bad first conversation, because a lot of people <laughs> don't really think about the fact that Netflix was what made Breaking Bad so big. Okay. And that's why... It started streaming on there in season three or something, and all of a sudden got big on TV. It got big, mm-hmm. be- it, it got big between the first half of season five and the second half of season five. Mm-hmm. And that, or, or sorry, the, the, uh, after the decision was made that there would only be a season five. So yeah, it was after season four, and they said, okay, there's only going to be one more season of 13 or 16 episodes. And then after they made that decision, but before they filmed anything... That's when it blew up on Netflix. I just know that when we were covering it, I knew no one watching the show, except for the people that I podcasted with, the people that wrote in. Once yeah. it hit Netflix and people could, like, binge it, everyone I knew was watching Breaking Bad. was still yeah. Yeah, it's one of the first shows that blew up on Netflix. Yeah, because it, it, it is so bingeable. It was so good. So, like, Netflix has had a long, good history, and then Netflix put out El Camino. That's theirs. Yeah, like, damn AMC, they'll have that shit forever because Netflix doesn't. Use, Netflix will cancel a show, but they won't get rid of it on their streaming service. Um, yeah, which is something I I get a little pissy about Netflix every now and then. But like, there's a couple of shows they've put out that I really like, and I'm and they came out a long time ago, and I'm like, shit, I could go fucking watch that again, and I have. Yeah, there's some good stuff on there. Like, yeah, but they, I, I, they hold on to some of their content pretty well. So like, I honestly, in my opinion, like. AMZ, stop trying to service a whole service. Like, just fucking sell it over to Netflix, who's already got infrastructure. Make your fucking cash. Stop trying to be in the empire business. I feel like AMC <laughs> doesn't have the uh, the library anymore. After no. the show ends and Walking Dead ends, I don't think AMC has the library to support a streaming service. You know, there's going oh, go to have to be a consolidation in the streaming the, the industry. Yeah. Because there's just there's too many streaming services now, and there's going to have to be a point where they're going to have to, like, some of them are going to have to amalgamate. They're going to uh, collapse into each other yeah, like dead yeah. Well, you know, we've had a similar <laughs> conversation to this. Uh, I know I did with, like, Bill and Nate, and it was like Breaking Bad had, like, a finality to it. And we could see that coming. And um, uh, Mad Men was coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you got you had AMC for Mad Men, and then Breaking Bad came along, and you're like, holy shit, those fucking shows are good, too. And for those to come to, I mean, no one knew that Walking Dead was going to last 400 years. Um, <laughs> AMC kept trying things like the, the Railroad Show or the Washington Spies Show. <laughs> I wish the Railroad Show would have yeah. stuck around, because I wanted to check it out, and then it went away. I was like, meh. Nah. Oh, lately I keep going yeah, to I look like up. the name I- Hello Wheels. I look at actors on on IMDb, and lately I came across like three that were on Rubicon, and I'm like, Oh God! (laughs) We discussed should we cover Rubicon, and we were like, Fuck no! And no one gave a shit about it. We've covered some shows that no one gave a shit about, but that one, no one gave a shit about. Like people gave more of a shit about the following. Go on with Kevin Bacon than they gave it. People gave more of a shit about Sleepy Hollow. People get more of this shit about Under the Dome. Yeah, well, that's a, man, that's a, that's a, you know, there's a lot of people in this world that like blood sausage, and I think about that when I think about uh, Under the Dome, I wrote in, I wrote, I watched those shows specifically for the only reason was to write into your podcast. Thank you, A, thank you, and B, you you weren't alone. uh, uh, Go on, whatever. 
Huh? <laughs> Even the podcast could get me to watch the following. Go on. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, I actually didn't hate it because it was like, eh, let's get on this show. Welcome to the Breaking Bad Podcast brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name's Trent. I'm drawing with Shane. Hola. I'm drawing with Nick. Hello. We are watching, we have just watched Season 6, Pod 2, Episode 8, Point and Shoot. What time is it, Shane? It is time for the pop quiz. And it's a special pop quiz because this is an all Shane question edition. Ooh. Wait, hold on. None I'm of very... those emails from Bricktails are questions. <laughs> Best I can tell. No, y'all, not. y'all in for a Bricktails episode. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna fight club this shit, and then we'll come back to uh, flashback humor at the end. None of those are questions. That's fucking awesome. All right, all Shane questions. I'm in, man. All Shane questions. This time. I am not I prepared for this at all. Uh, we're gonna see what happens. Nick apparently has had a different kind of schedule this week. Hasn't had the same amount of time to, you know. Marinate. I just yep. just got back from a weekend at a friend's cottage, and I watched rewatched the episode quickly. Took some really quick notes, so I've never been less prepared. Let's put it that way. Let's see how prepared both. He's of saying you are all because... this so when he kicks my ass, he's like, "I did it with one <laughs> leg tied behind my back." <laughs> I'm, you had I'm a fucking a, week, I'm, Trent. What's wrong I'm with putting you? Putting a patch over one of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it backwards in the. And I'm only gonna type with my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> do you get listen since I'm kind of on a nostalgic kick right now? Do you guys ever? I don't know if you remember this or not, but like the when Nate first started doing the podcast podcast, it was based on who typed it in first. Yeah, I remember. And I'm a, I'm a something people. I mean, it's not that big of a thing to like. It's not really even a humble brag. Fucking everyone can type. I felt like every by that point everyone could type, but I'm a fast <laughs> typer, and I would just throw it in, and Bill's just like, "Oh, come on, man." I just hit cap locks, <laughs> and uh, so we had to amend it because I would just boom, just throw it in real fast. But anyway, well, let's see which one of you can be the first to tell me. Oh god, uh, the name of Lalo's housekeeper who got killed. Oh, it's uh, I don't know if I got the spelling right. I'm not asking. For I don't enough. think it's there's too many ways it can be spelled, but I was just kind of like you know. I well, took uh, I took uh, Nick's suggestion of typing notes instead of writing. I did that the last episode too, so I'm like okay. diverting attention from screen, but I'm just trying to do it so I can be efficient and like <laughs> you know not stop it because that's what I was doing when I was writing stuff down. So, well, you both spelled it the same way. Hey, you both spelled Yolanda. Ooh. Yolanda. Yola. That's not the song, but so that's probably one of the hardest questions in the quiz this week, guys. So good, oh, good job. all right. Uh, oh. I, the next question is uh, when Gus has to reveal the entrance to the super lab. Mm-hmm. Lalo mentions that he used to have something else that did that. What did Lalo used to have that did that? <laughs> I started typing, and then I remembered there was also a time. Where if we started typing too early and got it wrong, Nate would count it wrong, and so I stopped. I'm going to ask a question after this, after the uh, answer is revealed. Uh, the answer is revealed now. The answer is bathtub. You both got that right. Good job, guys. Was Did Jesse's car have one of those sort of jumping mechanisms? Hydraulics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say Jesse had a car that did this. Jesse's thing. ghost, <laughs> like oh no, wait, wait, Jesse's not dead at this point. No, Jesse never died. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, Jesse. <laughs> let's say Jesse had a job at the the laundromat, and like he's like the only white dude that worked there, and he's just like still working, and no one else is there. He looks like he's like, 
Yo, I had a car. I, my car does that because he would still have a car at that point. Lalo's bathtub. What was he talking? A bathtub that would like come out of the wall or something? No, his no, escape hatch. Like his tunnel was under it. To oh, escape. yeah. Oh, at okay. first, I thought that too. I thought, what? What kind of a weird flex is this? And I was like, oh no, we saw it. That's really fucking funny. That was a good inclusion in that. Uh, next question. According to me, uh, who had the best episode? A lot of people had bad episodes this week. A lot of people had a bad time. Who had the best time? This oh, week? okay, uh, okay, all right, okay. Who had, a, who had the best? Yeah, somebody who left the end of this episode feeling great. Okay, all right, all right, okay. Um. Hey, Derry, Derry, okay. I got. You know, it's it. funny. This is in my notes, but not in my quiz notes. It's in the notes of like <laughs> something I was going to say when we're talking about the episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. There we go. Uh, let's see, I have an answer from Nick. I'm still thinking about it. No, I sent it. It just takes Okay, a there it is. It just took a second. Okay. Uh, Trent says Tyrus. Yeah, because he didn't uh, have to fucking do shit. He just, like, where the fuck was <laughs> oh, Tyrus? He got to use the backhoe. He got to play backhoe driver. Oh, he was in backhoe? He did get the best episode. He got to oh. play with the big Tonka toys. Come on. <laughs> The Come question on. is, who was I thinking of? And Nick, who yeah. was I thinking of? Damn it. Lyle. Yeah. Oh, that my God, I have a note. The temporary manager. <laughs> I have a note that says Lyle's fucking boner must be huge right now. <laughs> That's it so made... funny. Good call, Nick. <laughs> Fuck, man. You're right. Yeah, Tyrus like, doesn't give a shit about anything. arriving yeah. at, like, 3 or 3 in the morning to open up the singing restaurant. Singing the damn jingle. Singing God, the jingle. Fucking And then he it, gets Lyle. acting manager, and it's like, this just was, like, the greatest day of his <laughs> life. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, right. you're 100% right. Like, yeah. Speaking of Gus, uh, what, according to Lalo, what does Gus look like? Oh, it's a little uh, bit. I don't want a physical description, but I want you to finish the sentence. He looks a little bit like a blank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why I capitalized it. You both, well, <laughs> because they are an important member of our society. You both yeah. said librarians. So good job, guys. Sure. I like our, that in that scene, all of the people in that room looked wildly different. <laughs> like, go back and look at it it's a real guess who of a room you could get by with like a pretty like one descriptor would would you know like take out anyone so yeah, it's yeah, pretty because yeah. i looked at it i was like that's pretty fucking funny actually because it's like <laughs> which one of you is the most librarian there's no question like you don't even have to think twice as soon as you see the guy he's clearly a librarian yeah uh, all right final question uh and this one is just for you trent uh what kind of gun is idiot proof oh um how is it just for me we have a a cia member i don't know yeah that's because i'm from the south am i supposed to answer or not (laughs) yes no nick you are supposed to answer i just meant it's a gun question and it made me think nick's probably fired more firearms than i have you know what i've i've never fired this type oh interesting Uh, what type would that be uh, type I type, just type. <laughs> yeah, read it. <laughs> oh, revolver. Very good. So by a score of five to four, Nick wins this. Well good done, job. Nick. You Ooh. beat me with one. You beat me in an ass kicking <laughs> contest, and you only had one leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Thank, thanks for the easy questions. Or, that or, that I, was a good one about who had I, the best day. That's a fucking really good question. I, I really appreciate that. And I didn't even I, – I shouldn't have even taken notes because I knew from just watching – having just finished the episode like half an hour ago, you know, the all came to me, so. Oh, no. Well, I, I, I knew I was going to – I was in for a letdown. Every time I, like, really try hard, I took two pages of uh-huh. fucking notes. Grant, I'm so sorry. You no, know, it happens no. every time. <laughs> you know what? I, I bet I bet somebody's going to send in some questions next week uh, yeah. about this one. And yeah, but even then, still. you know, I'll take a bunch of notes and be like, well, these are for not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do need to discuss something at the head real quick because I'm... i i got to start predictions. Though. There's a prediction that I was like, okay. shit, I remember, I think I remember this one. It's kind of a I fucking big one. I I'm interested in. We have a Is big... it yours? We have a big. Uh, have one out, yeah. I think we have the biggest list of prediction, proven and disproven, of any podcast. Let's hit it. All let's this, hit like, it hard, yeah. So, so okay. The let's start with the the negatives. So the disproven predictions. Okay. Uh, poor Lana had two predictions proven false. Hey, which, but you went uh, for it, Lana. That's what's important. Uh, yeah. But the first, the first one was Howard's body is buried in the desert. Uh, but isn't the laundromat in the desert? <laughs> no, no, I get, yeah, I get. I, I'm not, I'm being goofy. And the second one was Gus tries to kill Lalo, but is unsuccessful, forcing Mike to do the deed. Oh, uh, damn! Yeah, that would have been yeah. a good one. That one's so, probably made some time ago but, too. L- Lana, don't despair because now we're moving to proven predictions, and you got one right. Oh, sick! That's awesome. <laughs> Lalo will ask Saul to do more jobs for him in season six. Yes, there he did. He, he asked him to go shoot Gus. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking certainly did. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's fun. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, and it's not the type of job you were expecting either. <laughs> and you know that scene. One thing it afforded us because I, I I've been thinking a lot about how like how obviously how everything's going to exit to set stuff up nicely for Breaking Bad. I, I'm not worried the show's going to fucking they're going to nail that. But the the way the scene was handled, I'm jumping around a little bit, but like Jimmy getting tied up at that point, he's like he say he says uh not he says Ignacio, and he's like. Ignacio, Nacho, and then the next time Jimmy says it, he says Ignacio. So now in his brain, it's been flipped. So the next time he says it, when he's in the desert, he can be like, is this about Ignacio? (laughs) And so it like, it was kind of a like a subtle little way to whip that in there. I thought it was kind of cool. Oh yeah. And now we know exactly what he's talking about in in that scene in Breaking Bad. Yeah, so at this point, I don't think he should talk to Lalo anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's the thing, like, like well we'll you know we'll talk about it later but uh okay so three more predictions came true uh Nick H not me Nick but the other Nick uh like predicted Gus Gus will be tortured by Lalo and I said yes this came true because he, oh, Lalo yeah. Lalo shot him in his uh, ballistic vest yeah, and then I'll, made, I'll, then yeah. made him tortured as well yeah that's yeah, torture for sure yeah and then Shane you got one right uh, what the one I was expecting. You said for the inter- entirety of Breaking Bad, Lalo's body is in the concrete of the street. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That was the one. I didn't remember it was Oh, yours. wait. There's a technicality. He's in dirt, oh. not concrete. Sorry. It's not. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> Isn't and, it all desert? Aren't we all just molecules? Um, and uh, Trent, you got one right as well. No. What? You, no. 
Maybe. Yeah, you said Lala will be dead by the end of the series. That All sounds right. like a Trent exactly. thing to say. That's a real yeah. fucking like. He's very dead. Yeah, so, I'm like fuck this guy. I want him dead. Yeah, I could hear myself saying that one. Okay. <laughs> hey, I got so, him. I got. I, okay, I tell us the scores. This is exciting. So the scores are. Uh, let me, I should really hold This is like Nick for Christmas got us all scratchers. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of fun. This is a fun yeah. little, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, here we go. Adrian is at minus two. Brian is at zero. Bricktails is at minus half a point. Uh, Eva is at minus two. Eva. Henry Brown is at minus one. Jeff is in the lead with one. Lana <laughs> is at minus one. Lily is at minus. Oh, sorry. Lana is at minus five. Uh, Lily is at minus. I hope my paper's crooked. Yeah. Okay. Is uh, minus six. Uh, Maria is at minus one. Nate is at zero. Hmm. Nick, me, Nick is tied for the lead at one. Oh, and Nick, the other Nick is also tied for the lead at one. The Nicks Uh, are tied. Yeah, likely story that they're different. Yeah. (laughs) And Sadie has minus two. Schmeisenberg has minus two. Shane is at minus three, and Trent is at minus one. Whoa! Season at like minus five. So I need I'm to happy. get some fucking predictions in there. Like I, I could fucking pull ahead. Things are gonna move. Like I say, oh, next week there's gonna be gonna an opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> fucking market. Open your book and write it down. <laughs> <laughs> things are gonna. There's a lot of predictions that are gonna. Like I, I, I am. Fully confident that I am not going to win this. <laughs> I don't know, I some, man. You tied for I have some predictions that are definitely... Yeah, I'm not at the bottom. I'm good. <laughs> you know what's funny? I had a friend in high school that was in a band called Twinic, and it's because his name was Nick, and the other two people in the band were twins. <laughs> and I thought That's that great. was the cleverest fucking thing I'd ever heard awesome. in my life. Well, um, well, well, good job to all, all of us. Let's all pat ourselves yeah. on the back and let's uh, let's let's just jump into it. I'll be like Phil DeFranco. Um, so, <laughs> what beach do you think that was? What state that you think that, that wasn't, they, it wasn't? In I mean, I guess in California. <laughs> That's what I thought too. California it wasn't the Mexican not- beach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to think about if I'm the guy that gets told to do that task. What what beach do I want to drive to? Yeah, yeah, it's not that far, really. I mean, and it, it's just oppressive to drive the other way to get to, like, a Texas beach. So, oh, like, if yeah. you're, you're not going to, like, the Pacific Northwest if, or the Mexican coast nah, or anything. No, nah, you just go straight with, over to California. And I think the Namaste license plate goes with the California beach more than the Texas beach. Yeah, man, it's you're just right. a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe state of mind, is, man. did Mike make that guy listen to the smooth jazz all the way there? Oh, I know. I think that it has to be in the right spot on the CD. It has to have started over the right amount of time. Um, I will say too, what's something that's telling is that the the landscape of the beach definitely looks more west coasty. Because like over on the east coast, we don't get as much of like the big rocks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think they have. I go back and forth. I think, you know, definitely in the south, on the west coast, the beaches are better. But, like, you go up north, they got beaches, too, but it's, like, fucking cold. Um, So I kind of like our beaches over more on the – I say our. I'm in the dead center of the fucking country now. But back (laughs) when I was closer to the east side, I I definitely like – Our beaches over on Lake Monona. I don't want to go to those beaches. I hate. I never want to swim in a fucking lake again. They're, they're well, hot. I didn't. All I did this weekend at the cottage was stick my arms in the water, but everybody else was swimming, and they said it was freezing. And I, was I like, bet. It's, <laughs> Some a, of those lakes it's are a, cold, man. It's a lake in Canada. 
Yeah, but it, they, I mean, it's mid-July. They broke the it's, ice off of it. Yeah. They shoot all the penguins away. Yeah. And they measured the depth and feet, not me. <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah, the, okay, so the, I, so it's a Vince Gilligan uh, shot episode, directed episode. Oh, yeah. Really fucking cool. I will say that overall, this episode uh, does have a different look to it, but not enough to make it look different than other episodes. It's just, I really like, there's a few times where he fucking pulled the camera off the sticks and it was a little more, like, uh, dynamic. Well, they um, had, like, the... There's always the weird shots from odd perspectives. Like, I remember when Lalo was tying Saul up. The chair cam! Yeah, uh, chair yeah. cam up. Exactly. Oh, that's a, that's a you know, that, that you we had a floaty cam, we had a <laughs> chair cam, we had all the staples of... Oh. The, uh-huh. Breaking Bad had like the shovel cam, like oh it's, yeah, it's the thing. But, there was but, a mailbox cam. But yeah. the uh, the like oh and then under the the eggs cam. Um, but the um, <laughs> what, what I mean is like in the mostly in the scenes where they're shooting and there's like a couple of them, the camera gets in and does a little bit of slightly shaky moving around, and I thought that that was like a nice mix. We don't get a lot of long scenes in these shows of action. You know, we might get a long scene of, like, I'm, I'm combining Breaking Bad. We, we might get a long scene of, like, Walt, you know, freaking out and being pissed about something. More tension than that. Yeah, and there's a lot of great, long, great acting scenes, but we don't get a lot of long, like, you know, un, like long periods of time without a cut in action scenes in these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was a, this was a great one to bring it into. Because I think that adds, like, a peg on the, on, on how well it was shot. But the acting was absolutely just un unchained, unfucking hinged. Like every, oh, everyone was at everything. an eleven. Yeah, it was it, like this episode was was interesting from the fact that there's like if you can consider the cold open an act in a way. There's like there's yeah. like five acts to the show, and two of the acts were pretty much silent or very little. Oh yeah, and, th- and three of them were monologues. One was Lalo's monologue giving instructions. One was Gus giving his hatred for Don Eladio and, and the Salamanca family. And one was uh, Mike giving the mirror image of Lalo's the instructions again. Right? Yeah, we, even, we, with the, even with three prominent monologues, the thing that still sticks in my head every time is Rhea Seahorn. And I hate to be the dead I, horse. But I she agree. Does not have an Emmy yet. Why? Her, yeah. like... Freak out over why me is exactly. so fucking oh good. Yeah. And Holy the, even the shit. times when she's not talking, when Jimmy is talking, she is the terror on her oh. face. Is just so apparent. Yeah, she yeah. I it. actually yeah. I paused it just by chance to take a note, and then I, I looked up to, at the screen that paused it, and it's like Jimmy's got like this this uh, scared expression, and she had this sort of half scared, half angry expression, yeah. and I was like. And that is just how did she do that? And then, and then else. when I press play, I wanted to see is it just is it just one frame or is that her expression? And yeah, that was her expression through that that one cut. And it was like wow, I am so impressed by that. Like I, something that goes maybe more towards the writing than the acting, even though. But yeah. um, she is. We know now that she is willing to kill for Jimmy. Like, <laughs> yeah, she I can't believe she's gonna fucking someone. do it. Holy shit! It. As somebody who's been watching this for six seasons, I believe it. Yeah. Holy shit! It, it I, feels like it made sense. I would yeah. never well. shoot someone for my wife. 
I, I, I wouldn't. I would go to the guy's house. I've thought about this, but like, You've I would. About this? I've got. I would go. Yeah, if somebody kidnapped my wife and they were like, I have weirdly because I taken type situation. I've had not to be too serious about this, but I have. I have had lots of long, like internal conversations with those two voices in my head. I talk about a lot about like. I don't want to sit on a trial for murder. I don't think it's okay for me to say that someone, you know, like I don't feel like I yeah. have the right, and that's fine if somebody else does. I'm not trying to like throw shade. This is a personal choice for me, um, on on my own feelings. And like I would, here's, you know, a bad person shows up, they kidnap my, uh, they got my wife, and they're like, go kill someone. I would have went to the guy, like in this case, Gus. I would have left the gun in the car. And I would have taken a camera and been like, hi, you don't know me, but <laughs> listen. Yeah, you ketchup on your face. Yeah, you got to understand, someone sent me here to kill you. And I know that's crazy sounding. I'm not gonna. Instead, I need a picture of you pretending to be dead, or they're going to kill my husband. You obviously know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, let's cut the fucking shit. I, I would not have brought a gun into that. You know, she didn't know what was going on. Thank the whole time I was just like, "Thank fucking Christ, Mike's there." Like I knew, like mm-hmm. I wasn't that worried about that moment. But watching her go through that panic was fucking incredible. But if well, she had, if they was... lost her in this episode, I would have been very pissed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that would have. Oh yeah, that would have been. Well, I wouldn't I'll want say finish, two yeah. things. That, like first, now, uh, well, no, I'll save the other one thing for later. But the, oh, did you that yeah. scene when she arrives at Gus's house? She was. Walt and Jesse there because I I haven't had time to go back and look at Breaking Bad when Walt showed up at Gus's house to kill him and <laughs> and he gets his phone rings and they're like stop it Walt or go you know forget it <laughs> yeah get back in your car and, and leave yeah. I remember I remember specifically they used an overhead crane shot for that I wonder and, if that's uh, like the shot for and that's Gus why I'm wondering they sh- well they definitely showed her from from a crane shot for that reason I don't know if it's the exact same angle and everything. Makes but sense. I, House is I suspect, high up there. Yeah. but but as soon as they showed her from above, I was like, oh, what a great parallel with with Walt. And yeah. then her in front of the door is Jesse in front of Gail's door. I mean, the same, yeah, same I mean, sort of that's setting. That's why like, I I'm not worried at all about this show landing it and us having a smooth transition to Breaking Bad because like they take such good care of the fans. And this was yeah. Vince Gilligan. I think he. I, man, I think that really well, I gets him fucking going. I bet he was chuckling to himself when he was setting those shots up. <laughs> I know, I know, man. He's very nostalgic for stuff. I mean, it's in, 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 in a very good way, in my opinion. But, um, fuck, man. But, yeah, no. Um, well, let's let's kind of like what's another interesting thing too is the episode's kind of linear. Like it's it's. I mean, I guess everything is. I mean, if we well, all subscribe not time. Technically, it, the very very first shot comes after everything else, but. Yeah. yeah, but then after that, it's not a lot of two things happening at the same time, or it's not a lot of two stories. It's like, so I don't mean it like I mean it as linear and like it's in a line, <laughs> like it's in one all line right. instead of four. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I'm using the right term, but it's not as uh, it doesn't have as many stories branching off at the same time. This mm. is all one cohesive everybody's at the potluck kind of story yeah it's like one event that affects everybody yeah yeah i thought that kind of stood out to me as well um because we we okay so we got the car we got the cold open and we cut back to the apartment where we have the scene they're gonna they better win awards for um i say oh hey sorry quick question i forgot to put this in the quiz uh who are they supposed to be by the end of the episode meryl streep and And? uh, lawrence olivier 
Yeah. Very good. You uh, retroactively yeah. get a point, Trent. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're tied. Yeah. <laughs> He's still kicked by a <laughs> With Mike put in bonus points. <laughs> anyway. Okay, sorry to interrupt. Man, that house is all sorts of, like, fucked up for the future. Because, like, I don't know how people get away with, with murder. Because when you kill someone, everything just goes everywhere. It's just Lalo's character was such a great character on this show because he all like he even yeah. he even died with a smile at the end. But like oh, the yeah, but like but, but like the way he's like he's giving instructions, whatever, and then like he backs up and he's still talking and he kinda just kinda just <laughs> Okay, like, fine Tower's leg out of the way and it's just like not even a thought, like this is a dead body, nothing. It's just like, oh that stupid leg's in the way and he kinda kicks it over yeah. so it doesn't I think this you know is what the best. Me is... about Lalo this oh. week was that if this were set in the present day instead of 2007 or whatever, that he'd be live streaming it, and that would change the whole plot. Yeah. Oh uh, man, it's boilers. It's like the Batman. Oh, you're right. There's so many people uh, that you that really bother more than anything because they're like. <laughs> that's what it would be like. And it's like, yeah, I know. That's what makes it horrifying. <laughs> He'd be yeah. FaceTiming Don Eladio and saying, yeah. hey, here, look at all this. You know, it's funny you said that because uh, um, when I put the podcast up on the Tucker's Hole website, I, mm-hmm. I take a photo from the episode and I give it a stupid caption that has something to do with <laughs> podcasting. Sure. And I, while I was waiting for you guys to be, like the five minutes I had while you guys were getting ready to podcast, I went and picked the photo and I, I already put it into the the draft of the the art the ah damn the webpage that I'm gonna put up once the episode's ready but the photo is of Lalo with the gun and the camera on <laughs> Gus and the caption is Lalo tries his hand at making a video podcast oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be a tuber yeah. oh man maybe he'll start a TikTok as well he'll get a real pocket Lalo would go huge on TikTok. What like, would, what like would the name away, of this podcast be? It would be Laughs with Lalo, I'm sure. It would be, um, <laughs> yeah, Laughs with Lalo. It would be How I'm Going to Get These Bitches Back. Uh, my Revenge or, Podcast. Or it would be called Proof. Proof. Is pre- oh, he's got a conspiracy theory about how it's yeah. Gus, and that's his um, I Unsubscribe. I think it would be better on TikTok just because he would just have random observations. Hey, did you notice this sign says that? Isn't that weird? And then he gets like a, yeah. a billion views on TikTok, and that's – Why are we making meth? What the fuck? TikTok should have just been invented in 2007. Um, but, yeah, no, no, no. So the, the – uh, all that stuff in the – do you think it was just when Jimmy was like, no, send her? Do you think it was just him just getting her out of the apartment? you think that's all it was? It was when I, for a chance to run away, I thought. Okay. I, thought I thought that well, too, yeah. When I was watching I was, the first time, I was live chatting on Messenger with a group of people. So I was kind of ha- – I, I wasn't catching all of them. And I was like, he's not throwing her under the bus, is he? And then when they they looked at each other, then I realized, no, he's trying to – he's basically telling her – I'm dead. You you run for the hills. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. Because at first I was like, what? <laughs> Every, literally yeah. everyone was like, what? Everyone in the scene, me, what? And then it was like, <laughs> okay, all right, I think I see what's going on. Because um, you're like, oh, wow, fucking way to man up, first. toxic masculinity. It's like, oh, no, yeah, he's trying to – because, like, if I'm him, I'm thinking, Kim's not going to kill this guy. There's no well, way. Yeah, and well, first, that's I why I was trying to think of it from Lalo's point of view, and he would have been like, "What? No, I don't trust either of you to go do this job." 
But then later on in the episode, it's like, oh, he Man. didn't care. Lala yeah. was fucking he didn't on. Give it. A shit. He had his plan. Yeah. yeah. That's ex- you got you, have, you, you took the words right out of my mouth, Shane. Exactly right. And that's why Gus. That's what cued Gus in because when he said uh, <laughs> he talked Lalo out of it, and then he realized, oh, Lalo doesn't care because he knew that it was, you know. Yeah. This is all just a distraction. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's a, what the, a diversion. And yeah. it was happening so quickly. And the setups on Lalo's end were not painstakingly shown, like Walt making a making a thermite bomb with all the. I mean, that was kind of a cut too. They kind of cut a lot of that out, but like they you can't teach the audience how to make a bomb. True, they did do a lot of <laughs> meth making montages and skipped over the bomb one, but I, I mean, I, it worked for the episode. But he didn't have like we got a, a really in depth long scene of Gus setting up his final move. And we didn't. Lalo was just kind of like he he set those up those dominoes up pretty quick. <laughs> like, damn, it's hard to keep up with him. And Gus had to go forty moves ahead of him. Yeah, you know that was it, that was. I love the like if you if you break it down to like the events, I I think that is a insanely well constructed story of of how because it's impressive. It didn't rely on chaos to happen. Or luck. It was people doing. Th- it was people playing a game of chess. And it was. I feel like we've. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm petering out. Uh, I feel like we've talked about this before, but this show trusts its viewers so much. Uh, they mm. showed us Gus figuring this plan out weeks ago, mm-hmm. and doing it without explaining it then and without explaining it now. They just expect yeah. us to see it and say, oh, yeah, that's the thing. I did have to explain it to two people. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> two people I know in real life, and they're like, well, it's that nice about that the show like, trusted us to it's true. Right? They trusted us three. Um, <laughs> they know they know us. Um, but, I mean, just, just the way that – I like the way that they just uh, show that Lalo did all this planning research, but it just comes out in a speech that he gives so casually, like, oh, it's 20 minutes there, and then 10 minutes this. And, you know, like, he's he's – He's scoped everything out. He knows what's where, you know. And he spent but, all that time, man. In the, in the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but uh, so he's, you know, he's planned it meticulously. But it's just, it, it. We don't have to be shown all that effort that went into yeah. him, you know. We, uh, him, you know. And I'm just, like, I do a little map on the back. He's so funny. He's just like he starts describing it. He's he's so fucking charismatic. That actor's phenomenal. I've said it before. Oh, he's so good. I just like just and his delivery is just the way he does it. I I still think that Hawkeye is one of the most kick-ass shows on that came out the Marvel TV shows. I think it's the best one, and maybe not the best one. It's a really good one, and he's in it, and he's fucking phenomenal. He fucking sword fights in it. Goddamn it. Go fuck if you're not watching Hawkeye, you're not living your best life. He shows up and instantly you're like, I don't fucking trust him. This is Lalo Salamanca. Um I wanna come I want I don't wanna jump all the way to the, the Super Lab hole just yet. I wanna skim through a couple of things real fast. I thought this was gonna be asked he uh as a question, so thank God I typed all this out and then went on the place I don't want to go, which is Reddit, to find out what the fuck. Uh how does a Chichi like uh, end up with a girl like you. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, it came I up went in the... Translated the it what came watched. up... It's wrong. Uh, what came up in oh, yeah. um, closed captions was supposed to be, like with spaces in it, uh, Chi-Chi-Ifo 
like you, but instead it was a Chi-Chi like is like what all came up in closed captions. People are like, what the fuck does that mean? This one person is like, it's supposed to be this. It, they probably did this, that, and that. It means prostitute. <laughs> oh, okay. it, means, it means male prostitute who takes mainly male customers. Yeah, he was saying basically yeah. calling him a prostitute is what the guy said. Because yeah. wow. he had such a long explanation of how they fucked up, and he just ended with that's what it meant. There were a few yeah. things in there, like, uh, I speak a little Spanish, and when they're talking about things like, uh, he's going to have to give us the nickel tour, obviously the nickel tour is not something that really translates I was Spanish, wondering about that. Like, I picked I picked, I actually, yeah. oh. I don't speak Spanish, but I picked up the difference, because I was reading Crocos Gaffney, and I heard, like, what he, the, the, the word he used was, like, brief, or quick, or rapido, rapido, rapido. yeah, quick. yeah. And the other oh, one I did that sucks that he couldn't he, just say what it was instead of the nickel yeah. tour. Because immediately I was like, that's weird. That's an expression there, too. Because it's so folksy. I don't even hear people say it here anymore. It's like an old no, person it, expression. It feels like a 1930s type thing. Yeah. It's what the this, house uh, on the rock was built upon was a nickel tour. Oh, my God, yeah. When absolutely. you think about it, because it used to cost yeah. that to go through there, yeah. But is this translation right? Because when he's talking about they went to my house, or I went to my house, and then they said, me... Celito Lindo, and I, uh, I googled the translation, and it was my sweet sky. Is that right? Celito can mean uh, it means little sky or little heaven. So you're saying okay. it's like my little, little piece, piece of heaven. heaven. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, sense. of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like that one game I played where there was a character named El Pato, and that I looked it up, and one place said it means duck, and the other meant bedpan. <laughs> well, I know which one I prefer. To so do. anyway, I prefer Bedpad for the character. So, uh, all right. So yeah, I really getting to da, 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 Kim going over. I'm so glad Mike stopped it. Thank God he was there. That scene with her mm-hmm. being like he's gonna fucking kill Jimmy, and then she points okay, out the, the nerd one in the room. Reaction. The <laughs> one reaction I had. Oh, sorry. So you finish your point. No, first. that was it. I you you go. I well, yeah, it was funny uh, how she pointed at. At the guy, and he was like, "What me?" <laughs> yes, fucking you. But, what are you? You're a fucking she, double for someone that's gonna get killed. Said, are you that surprised, fucking librarian? That guy probably uh, never met us. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, he has. Passed, he passed him they, in the hallway. Yeah, they pass oh, each other okay. in the hallway every. They pass each other in the hallway and nod at each other every night. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> shits in his toilet. That man knows Gus. <laughs> but. But when they asked her, when Mike asked her, what what are you here for, or like what is actually going on, and she, the way she said it was weird, is because she, she goes, I'm supposed to shoot him, take a photo, then get back. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I was like, what do you mean that's it? That's it. That you're gonna that's kill him. Like yeah, that's everything. <laughs> you're gonna take a life. Well, I mean, just yeah, the, it's kind of just the way she said, "That's it." Like, oh, that's all. Like, you know. I will say that, like, she did have a long time to process. We got that really cool, like, shot oh, of yeah. her with like the window rolled down, it's out of focus, and then she. Like, but then she's like, she's like, "I gotta get back. I gotta get back." And then yeah. finally, she she switches to like, "Hey, you were supposed to be watching us. Where the hell were you?" Like, yeah, she's got a lot going on at the moment, man. And you I know, it just oh, sorry. No, no, you go. No, you've been cut off too many times. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, I was just going to say that, like, she's already made up her mind. And, like, I, you know, I said earlier about, like, I would never kill someone even for someone I love. I, maybe that makes me a selfish asshole. There are totally people out there that are like, you're going to kill my husband? F- you're fucking, that person's dead. I'll fucking yeah. go kill him right now. I'll kill him <laughs> twice. Fuck you. You know, like, I, there are people that absolutely, you know, they value the human life 
of the person they care for, you know, that much. I mean, there's a lot that's going on. There's a lot of decisions going on there. And she was so, fr- it was such a fucking, that's a nightmare scenario. She's all of a sudden in the oh, movie yeah. Saw, you know? And Make like, she had, yeah. yeah. And she, she, she got in that gear. She got in that mode. And all of a sudden, Mike and his funky bunch are there in their cool <laughs> olive drab coats. Fucking posing up a storm, and she's just like, "What the fuck?" You know, you no, 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 no. Or we just gonna stand around and fucking talk about it? I got shit to do. You won't let me kill the fucking nerd, so we got to get the fuck back over there. And then it's like, "Oh yeah, where the fuck were you, by the way, scary man and your people bothering me? Why aren't you bothering me today?" So yeah, it's you know what else was a good touch was the little bit. Uh, the little scene where she's the police stop at the same light. As That's her. what I was just saying. I love that. It's like out of focus, and she like it's focusing on them. She like rolls the window down. They look over, but no one wants to make eye contact with people, so they look away. But like what's? <laughs> but like all the things that are going through her mind. Like, can I can I tell them what's going on and stop this? Or I wonder. Dude. Or can I you know? Yeah. And and it's like, well, no, there's a dead body in my my in my apartment. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like, there was just, I could just see, and she stayed calm, but she had to look like her mind was just like going a thousand miles a minute, trying to think of all the possibilities of what, you know, what to do with the, like, oh, I don't want these people to, I don't want to look suspicious for if something happens for after, they're going to think, oh, we remember being next to this woman that was freaking out, you know, like, it was was such a nice Yeah, when I'm right next to the cops, I don't look over, I roll my window (laughs) up, and I'm just like... Like, if I was smoking a cigarette, I, like, find something in my car to put it out in. Uh, I'm like, even though even though it's a cigarette, you know, I'm just, like, still, like, I don't want him to pull me over and be like, what was that, a doobie, boy? Was that a joint? Get out the car. I've, I've been asked to get out of a car many a time by police officers. I guess I just have, like, a guilty-looking face. So, like, anytime I'm near cops, I'm just like, like, shit. Like, don't fucking, don't do nothing, don't do nothing, don't do nothing. And she's just like, I, yeah, that scene was, <laughs> that one had me on edge. <laughs> yeah. One thing that they avoided that I appreciated, uh, that a probably lesser show would have done, we didn't have some sort of, like, timer in the bottom corner of the screen counting that, like. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, that would have been the worst. The events yeah. happen within, in real time. Yeah. 20 minutes to get back. You've got think, one, 24 hours to get fucking high and kill people with a switchblade. <laughs> That's all I remember I think about Breaking it, Bad and Better Call Saul, in the history of both series, they've only ever used one uh, written cue at the bottom of the screen, like the, to tell really? you where you... Yeah, and I think it was in the pilot episode of Breaking oh, Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I don't even think they give you locations. You just have to assume. Oh, it's more yeah. orange. We're in Mexico. Now that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. I guess so. We got Lalo running over to the laundromat, sneaking in there. I thought that the um. I thought the guy watching the camera. I thought he was going to be the holdout in that situation scenario. Um. But uh, I, I guess I'm skipping a little bit too because I, I really like um. Gus talking to Kim, you know, like that whole situation. That was cool. <laughs> this this episode made me think about character interactions, like mm. uh, him and Gus. But you know who I feel bad for in this episode? Tyrus? Howard? Yeah. Howard, yeah. Patrick Fabian, <laughs> <Patrick, laughs> the actor who plays Howard, because yeah. he has always wanted to have a scene with Mike. Oh! And he finally, oh. 
finally got to have one. Is that he did, yeah. Oh, wow. Gave, yeah. Him, <laughs> gave him the shoes right off his feet, that guy did. Uh, yeah. But yeah, apparently that actor said a million times that he really wanted to, to work with him. And uh... Damn. <laughs> yeah, because well. I would love those two characters to have some kind of an interaction, because one of them is so fucking silly, and the other one puts up with no silliness. Yeah, um, and just the way that the show has always been... Uh, splitting its attention between the drug cartel and the lawyer <laughs> yeah. stuff. You, know? I you mean, want at least... to eventually meet up, but Kim talking to Gus today, even over the phone, was yeah. a big deal. Yeah. I thought the same. I said, yeah, she gets to do a scene with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, but they're never ever going to see each other face-to-face, probably. Yeah. Probably yeah. not. Probably not. Yeah. And, and I like that he goes, he talked him out of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Was yeah. Kim, was it stupid that she was handed the phone and she realized who this guy was and that, you know, mm. oh, you mean the little skinny young guy was not who I was supposed to kill? You know, yeah. they didn't have to explain it to her. She's a little yeah. too quick on, on shit to pull one over on her, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so Gus is like, let's let it, what's really funny if you'll notice the guy that's at the computer monitors in that scene looks like he's the double for Mike. Um, <laughs> Just, I thought the same. He just bald. And the guy, when but when Mike, uh, when Mike and the guys leave the the laundromat to go rushing over to to Gus's house, they leave one guy behind, and it's kind of like they're all piling into the SUV, and they point at the one guy, and he's like, "Uh, I don't get to come." And, <laughs> you and guys picked but he was without like, me. <laughs> but he, like, for a minute, just because of it, he was in a silhouette, but he had light hair, I thought. Oh, that looks like, uh, um, uh, what is it, Todd? Uh, oh, really? God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, but that'd it, be horrible. Jesse yeah, Clemens? No, it, is, uh, it, wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't fit at all with the story, but it's Boy. just like, just because he had the, the same sort of hair and, and he was doing the same kind of job, but. I yeah. a movie with we already him. had El Camino for that. We don't need to bring back Todd the Nazi. No, it wouldn't fit in, it would ruin this, the future story if, if he was part of this, like. Working for Mike, it's just not possible. I'm trying to remember. I watched a movie with him in it recently, and it was it was him and someone else, and Jason uh, Siegel, and Jason and Jason Siegel broken. Jesse Plemons is a rich mogul of some type, and see Jason Siegel broke into his house. Thinking no one was there, and then Jesse Plemons and I've his heard wife about this show movie. up. It's I have interesting. It on my, uh, I have it on my list to watch on Netflix. I think. Well, Jesse Plemons isn't like a stone cold psychopath. Yeah. It's very strange that he's not <laughs> doing that. He's just trying to like not get fucking killed by this guy broken his house. It's 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 worth a check out. It was just a strange one. I um, he does a good job in uh, Power of the Dog. If you ever wind up checking that out, I got mad at Power of the Dog. Oh, okay. I could go into acting is phenomenal and look, <laughs> it looked great and and all yada yada, but like. There's yeah. a message in there that I'm like, mm, I don't mm, don't like that. Uh, but uh, hey, anyway, uh, what can you do? It's not my yeah. message to give, so I don't care. Um, but okay. this episode, um, okay, so yeah, Lalo's broken in. At this point, Lalo getting in there, I was like, oh, hey, he set it up. But then when Gus goes there as well, which also, I got to say, a missed opportunity. He takes his tie off, puts it in his pocket. He should have, they should have made it that Lalo shot him in the leg and he used it as a tourniquet. That would have been fucking dope. <laughs> that would have been cool. Let me write for I you, also, Vince Gilligan. Um, 
Yeah. I also wonder why Lalo, why Gus couldn't spring for body armor for his men. Uh, yeah. It seems <laughs> like there's a lot of money. Like, if you pay to have a lot of your infrastructure underground, yeah. you probably pay the guy in the semi truck. I don't know. I'm thinking bulk, about wholesale. that. I'm thinking about that scene the first time they get together with uh, uh, Wormald there, the, the the squat cobbler. Uh, and there's the, the, there's the huge hitman, and then there's the other guy who's got like a million guns on him. And it's like, because he brought like all the guns, it's like, I think the ballistic vest is a bring your own type deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. They're not gonna reimburse he, he you for that. It, but he would have had to raise the price of curly fries by like a yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, fucking Lyle wasn't gonna get that promotion if everybody's wearing flat jackets. Uh, well, he'd get the promotion, he wouldn't get a raise though. He hasn't earned that yet. If he thinks his job is, uh, it will suffice. Adequate. It's adequate, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, at this point when Lalo shows up and clips those other dudes, I was like, hmm, I don't know if they're going to make it into the hole. And what's weird is that would have been that thing in writing of a Chekhov's gun not going off. And I actually was like, that's a bold move. What if they should, because like, that was a cool scene of, uh, uh, of Gus setting all that up. And Mm -hmm. if it, you know, I think of this in the terms like I do everything else, Dungeons and Dragons. Sometimes you spend like an hour around the table coming up with a trap for something, and it doesn't fucking work. Uh, I would say more times than not. And that game is all storytelling. This is storytelling. And so for a second, I was like, huh, that'd be kind of bold. Like, you showed a really cool scene of him mapping that out in his head and and setting this shit up, and it's like, oh, you had to improvise because the shit went sideways. Um, mm-hmm. and, but the fact that it still, it still played into the plans. I mean, it was phenomenal. Unfortunately, the, also the camera guy didn't. He got shot. <laughs> I was hoping, I was like, maybe he's still alive. I was like, oh no. When I rewatched, I was like, oh, he's the first one that lets them in. So, oh well. Poor guy. <laughs> At least we <laughs> kept Tyrus. So, the scene where he's got the camera. Um, God damn, that was, that was so, so good. good. Fuck, man. I could have watched another hour of that. I can picture him as a live streamer on YouTube. Just, well, hey, fam, check it out. If you like this what's video, up, you know, the Lalo Lickers. Don't forget to get that <laughs> bell on because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be messaging. I'm gonna be chatting back with you first half hour Today, uploads. We're exploring an underground meth lab. And if you want more, check out our Patreon. So anyway, I, what I, the thing I like about um, the camera stuff is like half of it is him. The other half, I might be off on my ratios, but like, look, man, one of my favorite moments, if not my very favorite moment of Breaking Bad, is when Gus stands up, he dries his fucking mouth, and he tells all the, uh, oh, I was going to use that word I, I read earlier, but that doesn't apply, all of the women's in bikinis and the half-dead <laughs> uh, drug dealers, he tells them to fill their fucking pockets and get out because Don Eladio's fucking dead. When he yeah. announces that, it's like, this motherfucker is stone cold. And he's fucking <laughs> giving it to him in that fucking ca- that, that videotape they're making. And he's telling him he's going to make, he saved Hector to last because he's going to bury all the Salamancas. And it was like, and I was thinking, well, he kind of made good on that one. Because, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, he yeah. didn't press the button. Walt made the bomb. I mean, it was a group effort, but, you know. Uh, go team! <laughs> you did kill all the Salamancas. 
Yeah. Do you think while he was doing his monologue, while while Gus was talking about what he wanted to do to everybody and how much he hated Don Eladio, do you think he was thinking like in his brain, what were the odds that his plan was gonna work? Was he actually recording words that might have been his last words, or was he sure that he was gonna do the plan? Is mm-hmm. that you're thinking are you saying is was Gus sure? Did Gus think there was a chance he might have died there? Yeah. Oh, I think... no, he's he's stretching time, and he's, 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 because uh, he's, he's so methodical, and he's so cool. He's like, because, like, he's, he, Lalo told him to go to the place where there's a gun, and he has to act like, oh, man, I don't want to go down here. And then he's just fucking, like, he's just, Lalo's walking right into his trap, and so he, like, sucks in this fucking gust of air and fucking just eats the room with his acting as he's pacing back and forth. I was like, oh, he's trying to get over yeah. to the plug. And get yeah. in the right, and not only that, he's positioning Lalo, so he's buying time to get Lalo to move because, like, mm-hmm. that's a part of it too. Is he's got a point and shoot? Name the episode. Um, it kept coming back. Mm-hmm. How about that? Um, it was funny as I'm like, oh, I wonder if point and shoot's a reference to like something from Breaking Bad. They say it like three times in this. I'm like, Trent, you're an idiot. Um, <laughs> but he he not only lured him into his trap. He fucking poised him for the killing shot. And it was sick. It yes. looked great. It was a, it was a cool-looking shot. It reminded me of Collateral, weirdly. I don't know what kind of, like... What, I, something about their high-def cameras that they're using. It's like, that well, looked like Collateral, weirdly. Um, maybe it's just the dark and the gun flashes or whatever, but... Uh, that's dope. And then he got to just lay there with his dead body for a while, bleeding, being like, Hi, got you, sucker. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And how about yeah. and then then he calls Lyle and gives Lyle the great uh, Lyle probably called his mom news. after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lyle posted to his blog after that. Yeah, he took, a, he took a selfie, sent it to his mom, and said, "Guess who this Wait, is?" It's <laughs> Lyle Pollos Hermanos. Now I'm the boss. Um, I'm making this. I get to make the schedule before tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, oh, do, how do you think Lyle treats the other employees as a manager? Uh, I think he's awesome. Yeah. He's fair. Yeah. Because everybody walks all the fuck over him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Lyle, I don't really feel like doing that. I don't want to clean the ketchup dispenser today. I mean, I heard you have to open and close anyway, so you might as well do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, really. Like, like, what are we discussing here, Lyle? All right, thanks. I'm going to go stock napkins for six hours. <laughs> we had a when I used I used to work at a barbecue restaurant and uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should tell it the fuck it we had in the uh, <laughs> in the back of the like in the parking lot separate from the building we had a storage shed like a big really nice storage shed it's, it's the kind you'd put in a yard but <laughs> it didn't really matter it was for a business because it was the paper house the paper house had <clears throat> you know like to go plates cups most of it was styrofoam so misnomer. But I think it's just like, you know, it's a general term. But there's napkins and little souffle cups and shit like that. And just all the to-go stuff. I guess presumably so, like, it wouldn't all go set, get set on fire, I guess, was their thought. Because it's like all... Keep it out there in the yard. I guess. But, like, isn't, like, everything in the kitchen flammable? Anyway, point man is that we'd have to go out and get stuff from the paper house. And, like, I worked there at a time where there was, like, a bunch of, like late teenagers working there and the paper house was a good place to go hang out for a minute 
Yeah. <laughs> just, collect your thoughts. Like two people would come back from the paper house and it's like cover up your hickey. <laughs> you know. Straighten your hair, yeah. I That's say funny. that specifically cuz I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend of mine at work there. He our boss specifically would get angry if someone came in with a hickey. I don't know, it was something about the era. I don't know that hickeys are still in vogue. But at the time, <laughs> hickeys were all the rage. And People, if they came in with a hickey, she would make them go home. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. And so that would happen. And look at my friend, one girl, and he came in. It was July at a barbecue restaurant in Alabama, and he's wearing a turtleneck sweater because he's covered in hickeys because the girl wanted to like mess with him and he didn't really realize it and i was like what the fuck are you wearing and he like pulls it down like are you shitting me that's great got off of that topic so yeah lyle don't make somebody else go spend six hours in the paper house um he's the guy he's the guy that'll offer you a ride to the airport if you need it well, fucking G. Willikers, of course he was. Yeah. Jesus Yeah, but Christ. you gotta listen to him sing the Players are Minus theme song. <laughs> okay, alright, okay, alright, okay. So, we have, the next spinoff is, um, we got Better name. Dial Lyle. Better Dial Lyle. I like it. I was trying to come up with something else. <laughs> so, you're gonna be late for your shift, Better Dial Lyle. And it's it's about nothing. Lyle is existing in the world of Breaking Bad, but not a part of it. So like oh, a, yeah. a plane explodes. He has no idea. He finds out his boss a... had a meth lab underground, and he blew up in a nursing home. Do you think after Gus died that the the business continued? And if so, did Lyle get to be store manager? I don't know, I man. Did, Maybe that's I think the story. Lyle, when he heard the news, had a heart attack. He's just oh. like, no, my guys, no. <laughs> I was thinking of myself as the Poyos Hermanos. I'm thinking like a year later, he's still telling new hires, uh, you know. I uh, knew Gus. Gus wouldn't, Gus wouldn't allow you to keep that that dirty, you know. He's the one guy that's like fighting that Gus didn't actually have a uh-huh. meth ring. And oh, he's like, yeah. This he's was a, perpetrated a, by a the. Truther. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a podcast about it. <laughs> Fuck, man. We should. Vince Gilligan, hit me up. What are you doing after this? After the show? Like, I'm sure you got stuff going on, but you could push it. Let's do. Let's do. Let's dial out. Come on, man. Hit us all up. We 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 are your experts. So anyway, um, all right. So that all goes down. We got the cool call. Um, then we've got a real sad, you know, ending into everything. Um. It's a bummer. That's a real fucking bummer for for Howie Ham that that it ended up that way. Yeah. You know, I, there's uh, I'll a lot say of stuff. About that final oh. scene that uh, I appreciated Mike telling the guys to take it easy. Yeah. So yeah. Two things. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other guys that Lalo shot, they don't get the whole treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they go? Yeah. What's up with uh, those guys? Did they just? Uh, yeah, what the fuck? Months. That's an excellent question. There's a lot <laughs> of dead bodies to clean up. Uh, um, not enough refrigerators for that. And, and I do gotta say, although, like, I don't want to leave out for you know we're like just fucking oozing about the acting. You yeah, know, I really I, like Mike's scene where he's talking to uh, Kim and Jim. You know, that's how we met Mike. Is we met him mm-hmm. um, 
calming the problem. Jesse Weird. down. And he's like, this is what you're going to tell him. This is what you're yeah. going to do. This is what's going to happen. And this one was a great one. This one was like shot very well. This is Mike being Mike. I'm just like, God damn, Jonathan Banks is a fucking American treasure. Like, I, I, yeah. I loved him in that scene. I, I would come out of the scene, like, while it's going on and be like, fuck, this is really good. Okay, I'm going to enjoy it some more, you know? So yeah. when he's when he's standing over the grave looking into it and they do the close up of his face, I, I see and then they showed him from behind and I thought what I thought when I saw his face was like he was thinking this game doesn't end well for anybody. And he no, kinda yeah. kinda sees his own future. And then when when I'm watching from behind and I'm seeing him looking down and I'm thinking about Howard being down there, I realize why he always was like well all through this series, Better Call Saul, he's always, he's never been a, a great fan of, of Jimmy slash Saul, but I no, think yeah. in the future, like this, what, what happened to Howard is something why he will never, ever be polite or nice to Jimmy. Just cause he does not, yeah. you know, they like, don't have it. What's up? Before this, that he, understands a difference between who is in the game and who is not in the game. Yeah. Sure. And when somebody who's not in the game gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why he doesn't have interactions with, uh, Jimmy. Like he only works with Jimmy when he has to. And it's, yeah, yeah, that only gets like, they don't really, yeah. And breaking bad, they don't spend a whole lot of time at fucking all together. And it's probably because he looks at him, he fucking sees, Howard, he was in love with him, and we didn't he's, know there was a C story happening well, that we didn't know. This is why the marriage was dissolving. I was going to say, like, every time he deals with Saul in Breaking Bad, he's kind of pissed off that he's yeah. he's at him. But then again, every time in, in Better Call Saul that he deals with Jimmy, he's pissed off, too. I do want to say... <laughs> uh, oh, you go, Shane. I'll be real quick. Uh, it's funny that you make that joke, because I was reading online, somebody talking about historians a thousand years from now dig up the lab and you know oh these two lovers were obviously buried together because they couldn't stand (laughs) 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 i was watching something one night ago that was talking about the same thing this guy had like a slight conspiracy theory about like old grecian toilets like a roman or whatever like they would show these bathhouses and they were like just holes and it was like in a circle and everyone would be sitting there looking at each other taking a shit and he's like here's my theory this is all made out of stone and rock there was there might have been wooden stalls in between these and they just eroded away and we all were all just like yeah i fucking shit with the north. <laughs> and he said his theory came from like uh, men's underwear not boxers any other type that has the weird flap on the front yeah. Which I think the presumption is that you can wee wee out of it, but like <laughs> I don't think anyone does. I think it's more to like I think it's supposed to help. In my opinion, I think it's supposed to help like give a little room. But a thousand years from now, someone's gonna be like, oh, they used to stick their peepees out of these holes and peepee. <laughs> and so you're right. Someone's gonna be unearthing it. And they're just like, oh, these two lovers. <laughs> you can see that this one did wear a wedding band, but they took it off. They must have been like a. They're gonna put this whole story oh together. My God, yeah. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, that's fucking great, man. And then uh, anyway, so um. What were you gonna say, Trent? I don't remember. That was so much better. Oh. But I'm glad. So the three no, I'm glad you brought that there, up. There's the, there's the camera, the gun, and what was the third thing that was thrown in? Uh, I was gonna ask y'all about that. So they definitely threw the camera in there, right? 
camera the gun and something because else. Why the hell would you thought... ever throw the camera in there? That's a dumb. Oh, idea. maybe the other magazine when he because he yeah. reloaded. Yeah. I like my, he puts my, the my camera strap the in his mouth was... and he switches the mag. I like that little bit of business. I don't know. I thought well, cool. I actually I was wondering because 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 the the weapon that he gave to Saul or Jim Kim Jimberly uh, was a revolver. So naturally, when he was in the laundromat shooting, I started counting his shots, and it was six. And I thought, but he's he's he didn't have a revolver; he had an automatic with a, that's with a his, mag. That's his but same I still thought, gun he had because like, it's got the threads for the silencer. Because you remember right. he was doing a lot of silencer work. Yeah, when he was but I, but then when he when he popped it out and changed the mag, I was like, oh well, doesn't matter because he's reloaded anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched the episode, I was going to make an officially official prediction. Uh, yeah. that the uh, the video from that camcorder would show up again. But now that yeah. we're certain that it was thrown in the hole, I'm not doing that. That's yeah. the dumbest thing. That's the most, like, that's up there with, like, burying a lightsaber in the desert. Like, do you know how easy it is to erase a tape? Put it in a microwave. Like... What the fuck are you talking about? Like well, set that, I think set that damn thing on fire. Right there at the time. Yeah, go, but uh, do you know what you can do? Dig it up, and people can like reconstruct that shit. Yeah, but if the lab's being dug up, the the, the, the videotape's going to be the least piece of yeah, evidence that you're worried yeah. about. <laughs> you right, but like I feel like one of them has a fire pit in the back of their house. You just take the battery <laughs> out because we all know those explode and kill people, and then you just <laughs> melt down the rest of the shit, or just the tape. Or uh, I thought there might be a thing where it had, like, you know, because, like, some cameras around that time were big about throwing an SD card in along with, I don't know, I had all these theories about that. But, yeah, it should just go in the hole. We don't need to talk about that. I don't know why I'm bringing, I'm bringing up this camera more than the camera on the Zapruder film. Um, yeah, so, in my last note, how I got buried next to Lalo under a meth lab. Really fucking sad. Um, I, I like... It is sad. Yeah, I, I like that... Yeah. Yeah, and he, he went to the people that fucking set him up and he, like, he accused him. He was like, ah, you win, but you're not going to get your fucking cake, too. You know, you get to eat it. You don't get to keep it. I'm going to come in and tell you I fucking know what you did. And, like, I don't think that makes him a shitty person for doing that. I, I never no, I thought that. So I, I will and, say that, like, the gaffes and goofs they were doing towards him, I didn't care. I didn't worry about him. That I wasn't. I didn't feel that bad for him. He was kind of playing back at some of those as well. And there's some shit he did to Jimmy. But this was, like... And that's what I was saying earlier, is that this episode, the things and events that unfolded happened because people set certain things up to happen, and then people played into those. Um, yeah. Whereas the well, episode like, where he got killed, that was just fucking out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, it, But it, he wouldn't have been there if they hadn't been fucking with him trying to it's, make it. It's true, but if they had started their plan one day earlier... You see what I'm saying? Like, all the mm -hmm. other stuff was contingent on people following through with a thing. So the this episode that just happened could have happened on really any timeline, and so could the other things. So the fact that in that last episode that ha that coincided, that's a bit of chaos throwing shit into the, 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 the spokes. This episode was the eventuality of everything after that, which is pretty interesting. And if you think about it, Howard was kind of like... Oh, this is so shitty to say. He was kind of, like, unnecessary. Mm -hmm. You know, like, Lalo still was going to go there and threaten them with their lives. And then it still would have... The only difference is, is now they have a new fridge. Yeah, yeah like, well, I was they thinking... they have a new fridge, and they also have a new sense of uh, dread for what they did. Like, Mike yeah. sits down with him and says, Oh, 
we're going to make it look like he had a cocaine overdose or a real cocaine problem, and he killed that's himself. That's the story you guys were... And that's were, the story yeah. you guys were telling, right? That's yeah. what you want to continue with, right? <laughs> I, bet, I bet that was a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> that, that look on their faces, yeah. I mean, was amazing. But here's a thought I... Herman Trout disappointed in you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Man, yeah, that you're... But a thought I just had now, too, is like, HHM is going to collapse, and all those people are out of a job now. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, there's no more H's or M's. Hopefully, uh, yeah, what's-his-nuts will hire Aaron. It, Let's hope that uh, Clifford Maine hires Aaron, because, you know... Well, well, she worked at No, she worked for Clifford and Maine. Aaron didn't work for Howard? No, she worked at Clifford and Maine. Well, who worked for Howard? Uh, uh, the one guy that stuck the, the water the, in the soap. Um, oh, that guy's a fucking job, shit. No, there was, uh, well, there's the the executive assistant to Howard, I can't remember her name, and then there's the, uh, well, oh, uh, oh no, um, uh, what's his name? Well, so the Schweppes the, guy is all kind Schweppes of his guy, Lyle. There's, there's, so uh, now what's there the guy that in the first episode that, <laughs> that, uh, uh, Sir Francis, Francis, the, the the one of the associates there that, uh, and uh, um, all the people that worked with with Kim in the uh, in the uh, mailroom, mailroom. Yeah, like the yeah. what's his name? But he got fired. The guy, that Bobby, left hand, two time, Jimmy the, Face. The guy they bring all the so, stuff to Chuck. This isn't Scunt this punch. isn't what happens. Look, Howard's wife is going to inherit the firm. And That's true. You're right. Lawyers, she'll run it. You think so? I, I think that the firm, I think the firm is done because because of the way Sandpiper. They changed the name. Ended and yeah. that, and the the whole, they're gonna put drugs in Howard's car and and uh, and he and they blew this, this, might be this why Jimmy Sandpiper settlement. Have money because they might be like, whoa, we can't settle this. There's too many things going on with the legal counsel. Oh no, I think it's settled. Like it, it's. Cause uh... That was one day. I don't think that the wheels of justice move that fast for no, a no, they, lawsuit. They're, they're going to agree to the offer from Sandpiper. Right. And that's, yeah, yeah, but I still think that like this could be a thing that jams up in their wheels. It might not be, but I think that it could be. But uh, I don't think that – I mean, he's not a fucking gazillionaire, so – well, is all is, that money I, in that pile of those little bee diamonds that he has? Like, where's that fucking money? What's the firm that Kim worked with for a uh, minute? Schweikert and Coakley. Yeah. yeah. Watch them just take over the Albuquerque market now. I'm like, okay with that because I like that little guy. He's got spunk. Um, <laughs> but I will say so, that... Oh, what's up? No, it's, didn't someone write into us called him the Hobbit lawyer? <laughs> oh, he is kind of a little homunculus. Um, I will say um, I like that the episode ends and goes right into the like the like one of the vague trailers for the the last half of the season the second pod of mm-hmm. jimmy just being like you know one day you'll wake up and realize that you haven't thought about it in a while and yeah. it's like wow that really fucking hammers home the end of the episode so one of the few times we're an ad right at the end of something is like oh, that's pretty good okay. oh I, I didn't see that because they didn't show that on AMC. i think it's just on amc plus yeah. oh okay because amc plus also it's i can't just- God damn that fucking app! Like I it's can't literally even... just that voiceover over a shot of the office. That's all. Yeah, I think that because okay. that, that's a teaser that's out there. It's like a real short, like few okay. Teaser. But the because um... they did on the finale of the 
the the last episode, like before the stupid break, they did that with like right after they showed the you know created by, and then they had that another one of those voiceovers. Yeah. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, I wish they'd shown it on AMC so I could have had that. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, it's it's that is the reason I can't I have to like I use a different browser now that blocks ads. I wish it, I could uh, wish I could block it from the the ads before these things cuz <laughs> let me tell you before we recorded I listened to the beginning of all of our podcasts this season which means I had to listen to like fucking 10 minutes of god awful commercials that I didn't approve. But hey, uh, go get go chase your paper talk shoe. We'll be done with you soon. Um <laughs> Sorry about those commercials, everyone. We didn't. Don't. Nate. Nate always goes up buy the stuff. I don't. Do Actually, that's. I have an ad. My browser blocks ads as well, and it's. I love it because it blocks ads on YouTube, and and then yeah. I I go watch ads on, or I go watch YouTube on another like device, yeah. like my my iPad, and I'm like, what's with these stupid commercials? Like, because I'm so used to not seeing them on my. One thousand percent. I go watch it on the Roku, <laughs> so and I'm like, this I'm, is what people have to put up with. Yeah. So that's the the Brave browser. Is that the browser? I use Brave, yeah. And so yeah, AMC Plus, yeah. AMC Plus won't work on Brave. Okay, so if you don't, folks, if you don't like commercials on YouTube, use Brave. Not a paid <laughs> sponsor. I hope yeah. they're good people. Um, all right. Yeah. So anything yeah. else before we move into the heaviest mailbag we've had <laughs> since the end of Breaking Bad, and it's all from one man. <laughs> I'm just opening up. Uh, the email now. Well, we also have oh, yeah, from the Home Depot. And, um, <laughs> those motherfuckers. Like, have if you claimed your podcast. Yeah, yet? there was one that came through before those that I was like, man, if it had been on literally any of my other email addresses, you'd have got me. I'd have been like, wait, what? I don't remember what it was. It was like confirmation. Hey, look, we or came up for a DeWalt Extreme Drill customer gift, okay? I didn't even open it that far. Um, oh, I haven't opened it up. That's what it says in the little description. Oh, all right. I so, anyway. So, all right. So, Bricktails has an official prediction. Um, Nick, do you want to take that one since it's a Between sure. the Pods official prediction? Okay. So, this was sent on uh, June 26th because uh, he says Between the Pods. So, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, he made this before this episode aired. So. For uh, the listener, we are recording this on July 17th. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like I said, we're, we normally record Saturdays. Uh, but we're late because I was off in the wilderness for the weekend. So he was killing uh, a bear yeah. and then riding <laughs> it into a frozen I lake. Was, I was killing more. <laughs> I was killing fewer mosquitoes than the ones that got through. Let's put While it that he was way. <laughs> he was chugging uh, maple syrup infused bourbon and, uh, and and riding a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we actually. We did use a chainsaw last night. Okay, so Bricktails says, Woo. hey guys. Hi. Hola. Uh, in the middle of a rewatch right now, and I have officially, have an officially official prediction, trademark, copyright, patent pending, all rights reserved. Mm-hmm. There will be an episode in the second half of the season named either off and on or possibly on and off. Okay. Uh, That's pretty good. Good. My, good. My thinking, uh, we should expect to see Tuco again before the end of the series, Whoa. assuming Raymond Cruz was available. Nick made a prediction that there would be an episode called Gloves On when Tuco oh. returns because mm-hmm. Gloves Off was the episode we last oh. saw him in. Well, actually, the reason I made it was not because it was called Gloves Off. It was because Tuco has his boxing glove pendant in Breaking Bad. 
So he has to somehow get it back. And I, I thought Gus or would force him to give the gloves back to Tuco. I have a theory, um, I have a theory about how so, he gets them back. I'll tell you about that after this. But anyway, so that's why I, I called it gloves on. But anyway, uh, so you, uh, I continue with Bricktail's email. Uh, if they keep up the this and that pattern for episode names, that wouldn't happen. Uh, but I was thinking of other possible episode titles. Uh, I'll write more later with thoughts on the rewatch and the upcoming pod. Nice. But I, but I wanted to make sure I got this sent before they make any announcements about the upcoming episodes. Of course, with my luck, they'll get rid of the blank and blank pattern, mm-hmm. and I'll miss two predictions based on episode names. Bricktails, Bruce. There's only one person that can... They skipped it up, so... Yeah, there's only one person that can stop, one entity that can stop them from doing a naming convention, and that's Jello. Let's not all forget that Jello yeah, yeah. ruined <laughs> that one season's naming convention. Can we all agree to go yell at Jello? My my mom hit me up about making Jello shots the other day. She was like, "Well, yeah, because we used to throw this party every year, and we would make like a couple of hundred Jello shots," and she was like. How, because her husband has not, uh, my, my stepdad has not had a jello shot in his life. And she's like, <laughs> How? You love jello. And he's like, oh, I just never really had a jello shot. And I'm like, I don't fault him for that either. Because, like, it, unless you're making the ones we make, we, we're, we're pretty particular about it. It's kind of hard to eat them. Nate has a whole tight five about eating jello shots as, like, doing something else. Um, but she, I did to like, I was like, yeah, we just Googled it every year. I don't know. I don't have, a, I don't have a vodka jello recipe. Listener, don't spam the inbox asking for Trent's recipe. He yeah, doesn't. I don't know. It literally every year we would have to like Google it. We would just re-remember every year. And then anyway, I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, fucking jello. Uh, I have not had jello since the last one of those parties. I think if you go into the Baltic Effect Facebook group and look at the images, there is a, a, a jello with the little cancellation symbol around it that we made at the time. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) But it did, what was the Alpine Boy, something Alpine Boy? Alpine Shepherd Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. You know what? Hey, you make lemonade. All right, I'm going to jump to Bricktail's next email uh, between the pods. It's second between the pods. Hello, gentlemen and Between two pods. He said hello, gentlemen. No, it says the, but yeah. I get what you're saying with between two ferns, but... This is yeah. between the pods. He yeah. says, hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hola. Okay, good lord. I, I can't Ooh. I can't finish if you don't... Okay, it's showtime! <laughs> I'm doing a rewatch of the first five seasons of Better Call Saul before the second pod begins, and I've also been re-listening to you guys. Aw, I figured Aww. I'd write about some of my thoughts. Thank you. Uh, I've been watching the Obi-Wan show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's good. I haven't been thrilled with it. Aw. I think the contrast... <laughs> that was a fucking roller coaster of sentence. <laughs> I thought it was okay. There was some stuff I didn't care for, but I thought it was fine. Uh, I think the contrast between that show and Saul shows what works and what doesn't for a prequel series. Uh, Good shots fired. Minor spoilers in case you're planning on watching that show and have somehow avoided all headlines below. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So, are you guys okay with me spoiling? Go with it. I'm fine. Yeah, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, you guys don't give a shit. Um... 
In the Obi-Wan show, he's living on... Everyone get comfy. In the Obi-Wan show, he's living on Tatooine and keeping watch on 10-year-old Luke to keep him safe so he can be in the movie that came out 45 years ago. Then he gets a (laughs) message that 10-year-old Leia has been kidnapped and he has to go on an adventure to rescue her so she could be in the movie that came out 45 years ago. You know, Rick tells when you say it like that, (laughs) you're not wrong. Um... Along the way, I just like, I like lightsaber fights, what can I say? Along the way, he has a big lightsaber battle with Darth Vader, and there's a ton of tension because the uh, the one who wins will still be alive to be in the movie that came out 45 years ago. If, <laughs> if there's a person on the planet who hasn't ever seen Star Wars but decided to catch Obi-Wan, they would have been worried about what would happen to the characters, but the rest of us didn't really care. It's true. Um, and, well, uh, you never know if one of them actually gets killed, and then they have to like, make a Darth clone. Vader is actually <laughs> Darth Vader too, the clone. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, he's one of killed off Snowball, and that they have Snowball too. He's now one of the clones from the Clone Wars. So he takes so in there's gonna be like an an after everything where they pull off the mask that was on the dude's face that was under the Darth Vader mask, and it's the guy that plays Boba Fett. And you're like, holy shit. In uh, in BCS O T O H, I know better call Saul. Oh. On the other hand, on the other hand, oh nice. Uh, for characters like Jimmy and Mike, the question is not what will happen to them. We know where they will be in four years. Instead, the question is on how they get to that point. Mike breaking his boy uh, and having to kill Werner. Uh, Jimmy struggle with Chuck and Howard and whatever will happen with Kim. Uh, that shape them into people we meet Breaking Bad. We also get compelling uh, characters along the way uh, where we do have tension about what will happen to them. Uh, Chuck, R.I.P.D., Nacho, R.I.P.D., Howard, R.I.P.D., Kim, uh-oh, I'm starting to see a pattern, and Lalo. <laughs> and with Jimmy, R.I.P.D. Lalo. He didn't mm-hmm. add it, I added that. Jimmy's yeah, the only every... one I miss Lalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, and with Jimmy, we do still have the what will happen question gene timeline. By the way, on Howard, remember that back in season one, we all thought he was the asshole, but it was Chuck all along, and now I feel sad for Howard. Yeah, okay. I feel bad in death, but in life, I don't feel bad for You guys probably don't remember, but like the hypothetical person who hasn't seen Star Wars but watches Obi-Wan anyway, I was the person who started watching the show without having seen uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, that's right. It's interesting to go back and rewatch now, having seen Breaking Bad a couple of times since. I can see why everyone was anxious when the show started, wondering when it would reach the adrenaline level of something like Tohajire and Ozymandias. But the building up of the character here has been great. Uh, let's see. It's also fun to go back and see characters for the first time who have since come back, like the Kettlemans, uh, Clifford mm-hmm. Maine, everyone at the courthouse, etc. Uh, one person that came up a few times in the first two seasons was Price. Is there any chance we'll see him again in the final pod? I hope not. I I said that, not uh, him. The last part. <laughs> um, I, I kind of think he's going to show up for some reason. Oh God, he just that's a waste of air. Um, I do think... <laughs> I do think that to connect up the shows, uh, we'll have to see Tuco again, perhaps in the aftermath of tying up the Lawless storyline. I sent this in a separate email back in Season 2 uh, when he left. Uh, Nick made an official official prediction. Then when Tuco comes back, via an episode named Gloves On. I don't think it's possible given the X and Y pattern episodes names this season, but I'm going to make an official official prediction. We've read this. This happened in another timeline. Other possible cameos that I think we are likely to see again in the show include Lydia, Herr Schuler, and Madrigal Electromotive. Maybe. Um, yeah. Hmm? No, I'm just agreeing that yeah, it's kind of pretty sure we'll see Lydia and, and her so, one more time. A lot of green Tiger Woods. If we spend the next episodes on PTSD, I'm going to be a little upset. 
Um, so yeah, I'd love to see <laughs> some of these people. Uh, I, I suspect that if the Lala story gets wrapped up before the Felina, we'll see some sort of epilogue to the Gus story and that gets the Super Lab construction back on track, maybe also with another appearance by Gale. I strongly suspect, actually, I think I made an officially official prediction on this that we'll get the Disappearer again, but sadly, we would just get Saul talking on the phone or Sue's Red Van pull up to that one. Damn, I just watched mm-hmm. Jackie Brown, like, a week ago, and I was just like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I've, that's my, that might be my favorite Tarantino movie. Seriously. I like, think it is mine as well, Trent. I, I love really it. Love I, I love yeah. it. I think Forrester is fucking amazing in it, and he's he's one of the table legs for that movie. I, I, I love that movie for so many reasons. I just, every so time I watch it, I just, yeah. You just like relax to it. it, and yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. And I, I think a lot about when Samuel Jackson is like, See, I get see, I get my work done, and then I get high at night. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that really fucking got me. But um, anyway, back to the email. This might be to take the vet away, but I think he's kept his nose clean and will just move uh, away legitimately. Uh, it's more likely that he'll be picking up Kim or maybe Nacho's dad. Of course, depending on where the Jimmy Saul storyline ends, we might get the moment that Walt and Jesse first meet him. Much less likely, IMO, but possible we could get Badger and or Skinny Pete in some minor role. Maybe Kim represents one of them in some minor drug bust because I don't think they knew Saul. Or Combo would also Remember that Saul's character exists because of Badger. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't really meet until then, but he's about to yeah. say this next part that I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or Combo would also fit in there, of course. We also get Salmakas and Crazy Eight would be with them. Cause yeah, he gets Crazy Eight. Yeah. We also know that Saul represents, I'm, I, god damn it. <laughs> I said the thing he was about to say. Uh, also we know that Saul represented Emilio, which is how Jesse knew about him, so we could see that. I can't think of other major cameos either from earlier seasons. Or from Breaking Bad that we're likely to see in Pod 2, though I'm sure we might have some minor things like Man Mountain showing, oh, as a bouncer, or Ken Wins cutting Jimmy off in traffic, or somehow. Uh, yeah, before I, go I like that further, Man Mountain was selling churros outside Jimmy's tent at the beginning of last season, that, I, and he was just in the background. That was really funny. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, that's right. I, I I guess I need to talk about it. Like, I, I don't, it's, I don't, I just don't know. I think you guys know, you guys have to know. Who is going to be in at least one episode, right? We know two characters that are going to be in. Okay, okay. It sounds like I'm doing a bit, but I'm not. Uh, It's just, it's been fucking everywhere, and I'm kind of, like, I'm waiting to see how they're going to do it and and not piss me off. So there's at least two more cameos coming in. Thank you, news articles, uh, for that. You could have been like, they know something that you don't. Read inside, well, and then I would click yeah. on the article instead Anytime of just seeing the headline. Get announced ahead of time like that, I just assume it's because they filmed in public and it would have gotten out anyway. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Either way, still sucks. Uh, oh, one thing I noticed yeah. early in the season. Wait, did I scoot? Yeah, okay. Uh, one thing I noticed early in the season one, remember at one point Chuck ends up in the hospital, he steals the neighbor's paper, and police show up and tase him. There's a discussion of whether Chuck should be committed, and the doctor, who was in Veep, ooh, says he is a danger to himself and others because of the lanterns and Colvin stove. He could burn his house down. Yeah. All right, I'm getting thirsty, so I'm off to go drink some cucumber water. I'm only partway <laughs> through season two, so I'll write again if I have thoughts going forward. By the way, say hello yeah, to Sadie. It's good to hear her in the early season podcast. Bricktails. Woo! Aww. Thank you, Bricktails, and yes, we will send your regards to Shady. I want to say quickly, uh, after that email, I'm not going to go on a five-minute thing, but Bricktails, if you want to talk about shows doing prequel series correctly, you can message me anytime, because I have thoughts. <laughs> and what's next? 
Uh, you want to take the next one? It's another Between the Pods email, so this yeah. one's three. I got it. Uh, Between the Pods, part three. Hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. Hi. Hi again. <laughs> well, I haven't got much further in my rewatch. I'm near the start of season three right now. But wanted to send a couple of quick additional notes before pod two starts up again tomorrow. Mostly, I want to make a couple of additional officially official oh, predictions. Oh, shit. He's fucking going. Okay. He's swinging for the fences, folks. Trademark copyright patent pending all rights reserved because I'm a glutton for punishment and will end this show deeply in the negative. I like it. Anyway, there is, of course, tons of speculation about Kim's fate. And I know we've already got a couple of predictions in the books about this, but I'm going to add one more officially official prediction. Kim is not Whoa. dead. And she and Jimmy are still officially married during the whole Breaking Bad and early Gene timeline, <laughs> even if they've been separated for years. Now, I, I want to say something here, because mm-hmm. Rick Tales has about three predictions about Kim being alive in the post <laughs> So it's like, are you trying to triple up on... on he's do- yeah, he's tripling down, if that's an expression. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if one guy... You know, it's, there's one that the whole well, house of cards could fall, but... It, it sounds like this one, he's extending it to them still being married as well. I, he, I dig the has. He has, I'm looking right now, he already has a prediction that says Jimmy and Kim will meet by chance in Omaha. Uh, uh, so that's in the Gene timeline. And then he has, um, oh, stupid scroll is not working here. Um, where is it? Eight. Why do you find the second one? I'll tell yeah. you that first. But it's basically like Gene, Gene, in the Gene Timeline, Kim has been living in Kansas City, so that's almost the same prediction as before, that, like, she's in Kansas City. I and appreciate the Steez. If you make it yeah. past one of them, you have a greater chance of the other ones paying off. I think uh, he's got three separate predictions there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then he has, again, a third one here already. Kim is not dead in the post-Breaking Bad world, and she and Jimmy are still... Uh... Oh, no, that's the one... I... Wait, Kim? Oh, sorry, no. I'm I don't know what you're doing. Are you reading the one from this email that we're in right now? I'm now reading the one from the email. Sorry, yeah. So I'm just saying oh, okay. that's the third. I was going right, to say, if you have one. one already written down that's that, I'm like, wow, the one he wrote in the email is really close. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that is pretty much the same. No, I wanted to say, like, there's he's already got two that are along those same lines. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how many? I, I, I don't have a problem putting this one in the book. It's just like, you know, we... I, I say I think put it she in. Survives this one, and they're still married as another. Well, re- regardless okay. of that, I'm saying for like putting it in or not. If they're two that are very similar, that's double the chances he might. I think this one will too be wrong. Kim and Jimmy are still married in the post breaking bed. Yeah, that? we could say yeah. that, but I'm I'm yeah. still I'm saying like I'm okay with if it's just like slightly off kilter. Your that bet could be doubly wrong. That's yeah. negative two. But that's anyway, true. That's, uh, he does continue yeah. uh, to elucidate uh, this one. He says, okay. uh, anyway, there is, uh, I already read that, uh, official prediction. Kim is not dead, and she and Jimmy are still officially married during the whole Breaking Bad and Early Gene timeline, even if they've been separated for years. I say this because last season they went out of their way to mention Jimmy's two prior divorces. This was when Jimmy married Kim. I'm sure the writers threw that in intentionally because of the speculation around Saul's statement that he had, quote, two ex-wives. So either he was lying to Walt and had three ex-wives at that point, or he was a widower, or he was still married to Kim. I'm going to, uh, I'm going with the last option, 
Uh, probably because I'm still hoping for redemption and a happy ending. Don't we okay. all want a happy ending? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Did you? Are we good? Yep. Don't all laugh right. at me with that in much my, contempt, Shane. <laughs> in my. Sorry, I, I don't mean. I, I no, mean no, it was really fun. No, it was actually really funny. I'm. I'm yeah, that's that's the right response. I'm so sorry. <laughs> don't um, apologize. It was hilarious. <laughs> all right. Uh, he continues. Uh, in my previous email, I speculated on cameos. We will still see this pod. In addition to finishing season two and starting season three, I did watch one of the episodes of Slip and Jimmy, and it showed Jimmy as a kid having an adventure with Marco as a kid, which made me sad. Mm. But that made me think that Marco could be a cameo in a flashback scene this pod. This is made more possible because in my rewatch, I've also been re-listening to the Insider podcast, and the actor who played Marco was on one, Mm -hmm. I think, after the season one finale. He said how much he loved being on the show, but was bummed that his character died, but Vince said something like, you never know. Oh, jeez. Of course, that was years ago and may or may not have any relevance. There is another potential flashback cameo that I missed, though, that leads to my second officially official prediction. Holy shit. I predict that we will see Chuck again before the end of the series. No, I, I, that's pretty much. I I was pretty sure that would happen at least once this season. Yeah. We'll see. He says uh, my reason he was such an important character for the first few seasons and a key player in Jimmy's road to Staldom that I think they'll bring him back to tie up that story a little. I swear yeah. that I haven't seen any news stories about this. But if there have already been photos of Michael McKean on the BCS set all over social media, feel free to set this prediction aside out of fairness. No, I think it's a good prediction, and like I said, I I, I pretty much assumed that he would that that uh, Michael McKean would would make an appearance this season. I haven't heard any rumors about it. Yeah, yeah. I would be surprised. If everyone's he, too I'll horned up over Jesse doesn't. and fucking Walt. Like they're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. Like he could, he might be, but no one gives a shit because the other stuff's happening. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he continues, uh, not another prediction, but Kubi is the other important character from Saul's life we haven't seen yet this series. Yeah, I've been waiting for him to show up. Oh, damn. I thought I remembered hearing, probably on the Insider podcast, that they wanted to bring him in for a scene in an earlier season, but Bill Burr was unavailable. Hmm. Mm. On other cameos for this pod, I don't live under a rock, so even though I try to avoid spoilers, I do see yeah. headlines pop up. So I've seen that a couple of characters from Breaking Bad will appear in this episode. I think he means this season. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen that a particular iconic actress will have a role as a new character, I'm guessing as a mother. I don't oh, know who that is. I don't know that one. Uh, Thank you for being says, vague, though, because you actually did a good job, because I have no idea who you're fucking talking about. You know about, what he so. says next? I'll be intentionally vague, yeah. in case you guys are better than me at avoiding spoilers. I know what he's talking about, and I'm extremely mad that I found out. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited not to know. Uh, he finishes off. He says, anyway, looking forward to the episode tomorrow and hearing from you guys soon after. Bricktails slash Bruce. Thanks, Bricktails. Thank you again. Right. Man, he's swinging. He's like fucking, it's like as a boxer's going down, he's just swinging, swinging. swinging. And I, he might win. Up, he might land one, you know? Like, I, up, I'm like adding rows to the spreadsheet as we speak. <laughs> All it takes is one good one good swing of the bat can change everything. That's what people used to say. Uh, I'm going to knock out this last one for Bricktails. This is the official one for this episode. Better call Saul 6, Felina Pod 8, Point and Shoot. Bricktails says hello, gentlemen and gentlemen. 
Hola. Hello once more. Sorry about the no quiz <laughs> questions. I didn't realize it was Wednesday already, so I haven't done... I want to go roll back to when I was like, do you remember when I was all like, there's no quiz questions? This is what we've gone through so far, everyone. <laughs> See, I did the flashback humor. I think this is what that was. I said I would do flashback humor from. Uh, sorry about the no quiz questions. I didn't realize it was Wednesday already, so I haven't done a rewatch to come up with the questions. Damn, this episode was tense. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, even knowing that many of the key players had to still be alive for the next show. It still felt like they were in danger. Uh, at the cold open, I was so sad when I saw that shoe. It was immediately obvious that it was Howard's. I thought maybe his body had been thrown in the ocean. Then later when Lala wanted Jimmy to take a car at first, I thought he wanted Jimmy to take Howard's car to the ocean to cover up murder. So I said that Howard eventually ended up buried alongside Lalo in a super lab. Feels like someone speculated on Howard's final destination before. Who's that future seeing fuck? Sorry, Next Bomb, who suggested that? I, it was, <laughs> it was the same future seeing fuck. And it was Lalo, I think. Or was it, it wasn't Howard. It was Lalo you predicted, right? I, no, I think he was talking about me predicting the stevia in Breaking Bad, and then predicting he is, that but Lalo he... was in the the super lab. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's saying so. Said that Howard eventually ended up buried alongside Lalo in the super lab. It feels like someone speculated on Howard's final destination before. He's talking about oh, you. That did was you, not me then. Did you pick no. Lalo or did you pick Howard? I picked Lalo. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. So. If not, I know someone predicted that Lalo would be buried down there. That was Shane. Oh, on yeah. the barrel, a few of Mike's men were also shot. I would have thought they would have... Yeah, you guys brought this up, too. I didn't think about that. I would have thought <laughs> they would have buried them as well. I know Mike would want to do right by his men, wanting their families to get funerals. Remember how upset he was that Hector killed an innocent and left his body in the desert? But on the other hand, bodies full of bullets raise lots of questions. Oh, on predictions, I think Pride goeth before the fall for me. I was getting all cocky predicting episode titles, but three of the titles for Pod 2 have been released, and I'm zero for three. And one of them isn't even following the X and Y pattern. Oh, no. I didn't know. Well, I have the other not names. looked into what the upcoming episodes are called. Yeah, yeah, I just checked the... I didn't check the... I noticed they were up, but I just wanted to get a count, because I didn't remember if we had six or seven. Unfortunately, it's six. Um, this episode sets up a great continuity with episode 208 of Breaking Bad, where Lalo comes in. Jimmy says he never turned on Lalo, was on his side. Later, after Kim leaves, Lalo tells Jimmy that Ignacio Vargo led assassins into his house. Jimmy realizes that Ignacio is Nacho and denies involvement, saying he barely knows him. It wasn't me. It was Ignacio. Jump forward four and a half years, and when Walt and Jesse kidnap Saul, he thinks Lalo sent them in, uh, in... Hang on. Lalo sent them and shouts out, No, 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 it wasn't me, it was Ignacio. And in Spanish says, He's always a friend of the cartel. It strongly suggests this will be the last time Jimmy interacts with Salamanca's at all. The one hitch is that Mike told him and Kim that Lalo was never coming back, strongly implying that he was dead. But, of course, Jimmy was told that Lalo was dead before. It's true. Yeah. Uh, he's died. He's like Loki. He just keeps dying. I mean, um, I, would, I would yell out anything in that situation, you know, whether it's true or not. Yeah, and I, again, I think the subtle way of the, the exact phrasing of how things was said, how the situation went down, I think that perfectly sets up that connection. I, I think they did phenomenally. Um, oh, Emmy nominations. Bob Odenkirk, uh, Ray Seahorn, and the show were all nominated. Fuck yeah. Congratulations all around. Mm-hmm. Ray Seahorn, I saw an interview with her, and it noticed she turned 50. This- She's 50? Whoa. Yeah. Shit. Good. Fucking yeah. keep kicking ass. Damn. I... <laughs> I already look like I've been dead for four years. Fucking <laughs> 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 damn, hell yeah! All right. Um, if I'm checked, if I'm checking out a twenty or thirty something actress, I'll get a glare from my wife. But I've kind of got a free pass to love any actress <laughs> who's my wife's age or older. That's kind of sweet. Uh, if we're watching a movie with someone like Halle Berry, and I know how hot she is, my wife won't object. She'll just agree. Well, yeah, Halle Berry's hot. Yeah. Um. 
So it's nice that Ray Seahorn is in the group of actresses I can be into. That aside, double <laughs> congratulations to her on two Emmy nominations for this and for Cooper's Bar, which I'll have to check out. I don't know Cooper's Bar, but yeah, I yeah, will because yeah. she's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, loved the Gus monologue when he was talking to Lalo. Back early on, I made a prediction about Gus's plans. You guys allowed it and ultimately gave me the point, but I think I had word to my prediction poorly. I tried, don't, don't tell the teacher that you didn't get homework, okay, Brickdale? <laughs> He continues, uh, I was trying to predict not just that Gus had general plans for revenge, ultimately in salad, sold, but more than each, I'm not saying it the right way, but more than each move, I'm not going to say it the right way, uh, I don't recognize that, it's salad, uh, but more than salad, <laughs> when I said that in front of Bill, <laughs> he th- I think he thought it was sold, God, anyway, all right. But more than each move he was making was part of a step-by-step plan to get to the bottle of Zafiro and Yeo. I felt like Gus monologue here stated that explicitly. Well, guys, i got to go. I'll leave this to you. I know that I have nothing to worry about. The restaurant is in your capable hands, Brickdale. <laughs> Fucking killed awesome. it with you the side off. I know Lyle, but thank you, Brickdale. Yeah. Fucking Lyle. Better dial Lyle, man. We're not getting the Carol and Daryl show, so come on, AMC. Uh, thanks Give for us... taking the time to, to compile all that. Uh, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot it's of fun. It made me excited because I, I rewatched break, uh, Better Call Saul in the break as well. Uh, I watched I, it before this, the beginning of the season. I did a Breaking Bad rewatch before the season, and then in the break, I did a Better Call okay. Saul rewatch. God, it's so rewatchable. I mean, once it's all over, I'm gonna do the whole thing. I getting to end. I'm end excited to do that too. This, oh, that's the after. That's the gene. <laughs> it's Saul over. Oh, <laughs> damn. We're going to make this longer than Walking Dead, bitches. <laughs> uh, if you want to be like Bricktails, you don't have to send us 14 emails. But if you want to send us anything, send it to gmail.com. Same thing with quiz mm-hmm. questions. And that way Shane does have to come up with them, although he has some really good ones this episode. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts, boys? I'm good. Um, I'm, don't have it, anything else to say. probably has something pithy. We had, uh, we had, uh, we just, we were the Baltic effect. This was the Better Call Saul podcast. I was Trent. That was Shane. Adios. That was Nick. When you get home, we'll be gone, and everything else will be the way it was. I was wondering, I was like, if he doesn't have one, I'm just going to go with, I'm assuming stainless will do. It was hard to come up. <laughs>
it was hard to come up with one, but yeah, my backup was you're getting a new refrigerator. <laughs> man, I got, real quick, I'm sorry, maybe I should have said this during the show, but like they're putting the body in the fridge, and I was like, I'm such a stupid person. I was just like, oh, I guess this is what they did before they had sulfuric acid. I guess, <laughs> and they're just gonna like go plug it in to keep it. I was like, no, Trent, that's how you get them. You dumb fuck. Like I just felt so. This is yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, tires dig a bigger hole, fuckhead. Um, <laughs> this is turning into a whole second old. podcast. There was one more thing. I watched a video. I was I had had a lot of sandwiches before I watched mm-hmm. this video, so I don't remember a lot of it. But I remember the beginning. This yeah, this chemist was uh saying that uh, she was just going through, it was one of these like GQ wired bullshits where they're like, chemist talks about scenes in movies. And she was talking, it really bugged me. This She was a little too excited about chemistry. But she was talking about how pouring sulfuric acid like into a toilet, like what Walt and Jesse were doing, she's like, I don't think that would go well. She's like, first thing you notice when you pour sulfuric acid is it burns. It'll burn your nose hairs just getting near it. And I was like, oh God. Like, it really, and there's, like, she pointed out a couple of scenes later where they're a little more careless with sulfuric acid, and in the beginning they were a little more careful, but she's just like, yeah, that's a little, you know, careless, but I thought that was interesting. Poor, poor lab practice. Yeah, yeah. they got a, they got a little loosey-goosey with their um, safety equipment. in my lab. Yeah, it wouldn't stand up. OSHA standards are too high for, or ISO standards or whatever. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.